When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quick, quick disclaimer, because I know I, I'm, I'm kind of recording these. I'm recording this, listening to it two times in a row, two different times, and I'm just speaking. Um, Huge disclaimer. No disrespect to Interscope, no disrespect to any artist, no respect to Z12, no disrespect to any artist I mentioned in this episode about this uh Diss track, we're gonna call it, or paying homage, which this 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 song on this album kinda it's a weird thing. So it's the it's the game, it's the black slim shady. Now, no disrespect to any artist label, um smaller label, um no groups that are within a scope or no no Honestly, no disrespect at all, and this isn't even to shame any company. No company, no people, no artists. Honestly, this is just my truthful, honest opinion on this song and these and these uh and these kind of lyrics that he uses. Um But we're gonna get into that. I just think that I have to put this disclaimer out there ahead of time because I know a lot of people are gonna say, You sound kind of I might sound kind of angry. Or feel some kind of way about this diss track that isn't about me, but that is about hip hop. And no disrespect to hip hop when I talk about it, because I, I just kind of know I'm gonna talk about hip hop in in this in the song. So when I do it, no disrespect to hip hop, no disrespect to Miles Davis, the blues. Um, no disrespect to anybody. No disrespect to R and B. No, no disrespect to R and B. No, no disrespect to Lizzo. No disrespect to anybody. But when I talk about it, I'm gonna talk about some topics that are gonna seem like they take a while to talk about. Just because I'm highly opinionated on a few of these topics and some of these points that he brings up, and, and I think that's a weird thing because they say it's a diss track. I kind of see it as a homage slash a diss track. So. There's just a few things I'm going to tweak a little bit when I phrase it. I'm going to tweak it a little bit because of kind of how I see these artists, um, the game. Um, and, and in no way am I, um, no way am I trying to defend anybody or pick a side in this, um, in this, in this diss review or this last homage review of this one song the black slim shady um however it's a weird thing because interscope has amazing artists people that shouldn't have been brought up in here are brought up in here and we'll talk about all of that and some other stuff um hope you enjoy this episode but this is just the disclaimer part of it so i hope you enjoy okay so i'm gonna talk about this one topic that he says that you're not in the top five of his, Biggie's, Pox, Andre 3K, Nas. 
Nas Biggie. Right? I think, okay. That was from one of his songs. He says, is him, Pot, Nas, and Biggie, right? My are you the the rebuttal is what he said. It's not Nas, Pac, or Biggie, right? And the, the thing is, the thing is, there's been interviews where Nas is giving credit to Eminem for his lyricism or his style. Um, Under 3K doesn't do interviews um, like that. And so this is my other thing. If we're going top three or top five, right? The normal top five and people say, well, you have to have so many amount out. What what is ooh. if we do a genuine top five? That's include Pac and Biggie because he says not Pac, not Biggie, right? But if we go top five, you're not anybody's top five, right? Let's go top five. If top five, if we if we genuinely have to do top five the original way that top five was supposed to be created, they have to have at least at least have five albums. Pac has what three? Pac does not. Now, I don't believe Pac has more. Pac doesn't have that many albums. Pac doesn't have uh, the alleged uh, the alleged albums we would need, right? He, uh, well, hmm. we could say he has them, right? But you need three albums, three albums, no, three albums to be a classic. Pac has tell me well I'll, I'll do it my way Pac has well we can, I don't know if we can do it um we will do it until the end of time love to the game and all eyes on me right like Pac's best albums he has it Biggie, there were people saying that they were releasing stuff for Biggie and stuff like that. So we're going to go Ready to Die, Born Again as a Compilation, The King and I as a Compilation, Notorious, Should Have Been a Compilation, Life After Death was, uh, like I get the rebuttal he's making. I, I get what he is making when he says that he's because Eminem said <laughs> that is Nas, Biggie, Reggie, which is Redman. Which I, I get it, I get it, right? But I I wonder. I wonder he says that he 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 done pissed off Jimmy Universal and Interscope, which okay. Okay, okay. Interscope. My problem is that a lot of people, I'm not trying to put anybody in a bad spot with Interscope, but there are a lot of people, if we think about it, I think there are a lot of people that don't like their, that don't like their deal with Interscope. I think there are a few rappers that don't like their deals with Interscope, but they won't say it. There's a lot of people that are signed to Interscope. That one of them would include J. Cole if I if I, if, my, if I remember correctly, he's still signed Interscope J.I.D. A lot of Marl Manson. Michael fought for his um, Michael fought for his deal with Columbia. Right? But people didn't give Michael his credit to after he died. 
So for him to say he didn't penetrate the culture, that that's my that's my problem. He says that I, I think that's my thing. My thing is he says the greats. We gave Pac the greats after he died. We gave Biggie credit of being the greats after he died. Nipsey Hussle, the greats after he died. Michael Jackson after he died. While he was alive, but more when he was dead. We appreciate our greats and the moment that we lose them. That old saying is, you'll never know what you had until you lose it. That's literally what that that's literally what the rap is, right? And that is my problem with I've, I have a lot of problems with that, but my problem of him saying that he done pissed off Interscope, Universal, a lot of people have pissed off Universal, Columbia, and he said he and he said the big guy in Detroit is Sean. Big Sean is great. I just don't think he's like people in Detroit might look for Big Sean, but I don't think if we go Big Sean. Big Sean to me uh, isn't the uh, wouldn't necessarily be the face of Detroit. Um, I don't think to me. I don't personally think so because we have we have Sabby that's from Detroit. Forty two Doug, uh, forty two Doug Proof, which he died in two thousand six. Um, Danny Brown, which Danny Brown, um, and D twelve, which. Bother, I think that bothers me some more. Um, trick Trick is I think who else? DJ Loaf, DJ Loaf, Big Sean, um, Royster Five Nine, uh. Yeah, Bizarre is from Detroit. DJ uh, Drilla, Cash Doll. I'm trying to think. And if we go Detroit's greatest, I don't necessarily know if we get, because we got our, because that's what I'm saying. We get, and if we go the greatest in Detroit, that's not considering rapping, the, we don't get that many people because we do got Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder. No disrespect. No disrespect to Big Sean. He he could be big. He could be big and rap. But to me, if I'm looking at Detroit, I'm looking for proof. You know, he's dead. His older music, the uh, the Supremes, the women group that used to be, um, I think they were R&B. The White Stripes, Baker. The Temptations. Um, I just, I don't think. And Lizzo. So this Lizzo line of, they saw Lizzo. And uh, something happened to his uh, private parts, right? And this whole BBL culture. Lizzo didn't create this BBL culture. Um. The BBL culture has been around for years. Started with the whole Victoria's Secret thing. But I digress. 
right? So we can't go. We saw Lizzo with a BBL, and then you know, um, somebody's private parts. Yeah, but BBLs have been around for years. That kind of bothers me. Um, he says doggies now because I'm because I rather bump Snoop. No one's saying you can't bump Snoop Dogg at all. A lot of people bump Snoop Dogg and Eminem. It's just because it's not a club mix. And my problem with that is if we if we if we determine the greatest by club mixes, a lot of people wouldn't be great. I haven't heard Stevie Wonder in a club. But I hear it every time somebody does a birthday thing, right? Or isn't she lovely? Like just a normal day, you'll hear Stevie Wonder being played. Aretha Franklin. I'm just saying we we can't pick and choose what we do, right? And and it's I, my other problem is this: he talks about the chronic, his chronic illnesses and stuff like that, right? Where he's feeling chronic, right? Look, I know you got a problem with Dre. I think that is clear that him and Dre don't see eye to eye. Now, his boy, look, was an amazing producer. Like the, the beat is great. But some of these facts, I just, for some reason, in my mind, I'm double-checking them. In my head, and I'm like, I've heard this line before. I've heard Nas say this. I've heard um, Killer Croc say it. Um, Sway, when they were on, I've just heard these interviews of them giving people their um, homage while they're still living. So that line kind of bothers me. And then it's it's... This is the original Slim Shady, but it's a modified Dr. Dre beat. Now one can argue you wish it was a Santana or a Cam. And I don't know. See, I don't know which Cam he's talking about, but if he's talking about Killer Cam, I don't think Eminem and Killer Cam have anything in problem. My thing is this D12 line that I can't I can't necessarily get over, right? Because this, this, if you ask me, I don't like this diss track only because, you know what? Maybe it is because that if I hear D12, I think of proof. And proof to me was an impressive rapper and Fuzz was vocally amazing to me, right? So I think that's what it is to me. And then he says, you lack the soul of hip-hop. You lack the soul of the culture, or he wants to be the, or I'm, or he wants to be the African-American, he wants to be the African, African, African version of me. Um, my whole problem with that line is, people say that hip-hop, that Eminem's losing, losing tone with the culture and Stuff like that. But people t- people tend to forget. Hip-hop was made. Off of gangsters. I'm not saying that. Oh well that's. You know. Um, and, and and I hold that whole. I, I hold that wholeheartedly. Because gangsters used to pay for rappers. To get studio time. Like rappers have paid. Like gangsters have paid for other stuff. In the government and stuff like that before. So. For him to say, for them to say, has a hip hop. I have a problem with hip hop. This is my thing. My thing is 
we talk about the greatest, but we only talk about them when they're dead. Or they were great in their time. We did it after they died. Pac, Biggie. Um, it was another rapper that just died. Um, but Nipsey Hussle. Everyone was like, oh, Nipsey Hussle was great after he died. Uh, MF Doom. Uh, another prime example. People didn't think Doom was great. He died. They named the street after him and everyone was showing fake love to Doom. But they, I promise you, if we go, what is a Doom album? They can't list one. They cannot list a Doom album that was released by Doom. Which bothers me because Doom was great. Doom was great. I liked um, mm, food was okay. Sniper, is a sniper, sniper light or yeah, sniper light was great too. Um, there was like collaborative albums. Um, but if you ask them for a song, they can't give you a song like all caps. Um, Doomsday, I think, was probably one of his top hits for him. I don't think people listen. People, I, I listen to beef rap, but I don't think a lot of people did, right? Like, it's a lot of people showing homage to one of the greats after they die. So when we review Eminem in X amount of years, we'll see if he's one of the greats. But as of right now, it's a weird thing to me. For people to say, and I think that's, I think I hold, I think I hold an issue with this. I think I hold an issue. I end up holding issues with this song of him saying, um, but let Curtis do it. Let, let 50 Cent do it since he liked to write. So this speculation, no one's actually came out and said anything. He hasn't come out and denied it, but but for his first album. For his first for the game's first album, it's rumored that 50 Cent could have wrote that whole album. Could have wrote that whole album. Right? And that bothers me because you're saying, okay, so he was doing rapping, which is supposed to be an outlet. Which is supposed to be an outlet for people that want to make it and then explore other options. And that's what 50 Cent did. He writes movies now. But he made don't get don't get it twisted. He did start it off by rapping and then shot stuff like that. Right? And we could argue um that issue. I could argue, you know, we could argue this. Um and then this renegade thing is always another thing. He says, I liked Hove on Renegade. No one's saying they didn't like Hove on Renegade. He says he thought Hove, he thought Hove was better. Basically, what he's trying to say is he thought Hove was better. But the issue with that, because I don't think if Hove hadn't put that on his album, because it's rumored that they were both working on Renegade. It was rumored that both of them were working on a song called Renegade. Jay-Z put it on his album. Eminem already had a song called Renegade. He was going to Royce the 5-9 on it. But somewhere in between, they collabed on it. So if we're going to... If you think... Look, you can have your own opinions on who had the better Renegade verse. The problem is... 
Hove put Renegade on his album. And people not knowing the background behind it thought, okay, so Hove wrote the song, wrote the album, got Eminem on the song, and then the whole process of, oh, okay, so he's, Eminem had the better verse. People have been doing that for years between Eminem and Lil Wayne. And then he says, I'm going to drop the world with him and Lil Wayne. Which also bothers me, right? Because Lil Wayne can be seen as one of the, one could be seen as like one of the greatest one of one of the best rappers alive and 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 that hold i hold a problem and i don't hold a problem with it but it's a weird thing but let me go back to this 50 cent thing so this 50 cent thing that i It's a weird thing, and, I, and I'll admit to it, that when we talk about, like, an Eminem, like, the early Eminem, he would mention Dre in a few of his songs, which, you know, hom- that's straight homage to Dr. Dre, because Dr. Dre is an amazing producer. He's done it for a lot of artists, right? And the thing that the thing that throws me is he throws Chronic in here so many times after a Dr. Dre line. I'm like, so we're just taking shots at Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Which seems like homage to me because you're paying Dr. Dre, you know, credit for him making the Chronic, which is this is a one of the better albums of Dr. Dre. And then he says that I'm in doggy style because niggas rather because I because I rather listen because I rather bump Snoop and okay, that's fine. East Coast West Coast, we get it. Now, does he still rap or does he have a change of heart too? This kind of bothers me, right? Because you can have that change in profession. 50 Cent did it. Hove did it, but you're not calling Hove out on it. So why call M out on it? Why call Dre out on it? I, I just, that's my line. Lil Debbie line is... Okay, she was twenty something when she ate when he ate Lil Debbie. Okay, we get it. That's another line that just is like, okay, that's cool. It's not great. He says little. He says little master, little Marshall matters, which is one of Eminem's album songs and the lead song on one of his albums and his albums. We get it. And then the maddest part is, oh, he wants to be seen. Eminem's being seen. But I would like to argue that battle rap, that's the whole point of battle rap. The whole, the whole URL, um, uh, smack, you know, the whole thing in battle rap is to become mainstream. Eminem did that. I don't see a pro, I don't see why there's a problem with that. I do not see a problem. I don't see why there's a problem with the way that Eminem did it. He did it and he got in contact with Dr. Drayton, did it. So there's that resentment that I think the game has for Dr. Dre, Eminem, and 50 Cent. And that's fine. I just, I don't get why the song was 10 minutes long, bringing up Stan and his brother, Stanley. Okay, get it. Um, But as I can't tell if it's homage or if it's just, hey, I'm going to diss Eminem, force his hand, and see what he does. He plays one with his... um. Plays one with Eminem's daughter in um like a sample of her. I don't know where they I don't even know where he got the sample from. But 
I think it was cleared. If it wasn't, we'll see. Well, well, well get to that point. Um, but it's it's a weird thing. And then he has this guy that says Eminem used to be a rap god. And I I hold I think I have an issue with that is because people said when he did Kamikaze he was aggressive. Um, Kamikaze remind me the album Kamikaze reminds me of the older Eminem, but he was too aggressive. Revival they hated. I don't think it's the fact that he he he's tired of not receiving any credit. It could just be because Eminem treats it like an actual job and is is hungry and wants to make better make more music and better music. But I, I digress, and I also digress about the top five thing that bothers me so much because we're talking about the greats. Yet on the top of the hip hop charts, we have Drake. It goes Drake. Kendrick and some people say Cole doesn't have it Cole and Kendrick don't have it but Drake what's the standard what's the standard for being the great four or five albums that and three albums that are classics three albums overall your whole whole your whole um, your whole shelf life your whole catalog because if that's the case a lot of rappers aren't top uh, five. However, on that top five point, I would like to argue that if we're going to argue top five, is it basically off of lyrics and lyricism, or, or is it off of club mixes? Because if it's off of club mixes, Drake is top one, no one's two or three. But if we do it off of lyricism, Kendrick is in there. I've not heard one. I've not heard one club. I've not heard it in a dance hall. I've never heard a Kendrick song in a single club, any store, any record player store. So if we're going to go with, oh, well, if they have to make club music and they can't make elevated music, the only person I've heard in the club are R&B artists and R&B doesn't have this problem of, Oh, well this top five isn't relevant because they don't have X and X amount of albums. Right. And this whole, this whole thing of the color of your skin and hip hop bothers me. It bothers me because it shouldn't matter. The same way it doesn't matter in jazz. The same way it doesn't matter in R&B. Right, everybody in R and B gets their own gets their own record deal, their own skill in playing, and just they're just having fun. They're genuinely loving the music that they make. Um, this whole line of Mariah and Nick Cannon. Okay, they're not the Cannon, so he goes Cannons. He goes the Cannons line, and I'm like, the Cannons line is fine. You know, Eminem has experimented with drugs. This canning line, I just for some reason it bothers me. I'm not quite sure why. It just does, um, and I and I'm not necessarily sure why. Um, the whole canning line of the cannons missed their shot. Okay, okay, I get it. The wordplay, I get it. It's okay. It's it's not the best. You know, Eminem is lyrically 
one of the best that could rhyme orange with corn, anything. Orange, he, Eminem was it orange for, orange for, orange corn, born, torn between two different parts. Like, you could rhyme whatever you want to rhyme or whatever, right? Between two souls or two planes or two... It's just... Find what's better. The the kid... I don't know. It's just... But I'm crazy. I get it. I get it. The Renegade or the Soldier, I get that too. I give it to Hova. Dan Brown was, at some point... Part of D12. That's why that damn Brown, Nanny Brown line falls off my head. It's just, okay, I get it. I'd rather listen to Stitch 69, 69 times, than listen to you. My problem with that is this hip hop is based off of what we, hip hop was originally supposed to be based off. Hip hop is right, is, is based off of. Gangster lifestyle mentality. Um, and if that's the case, I argue that, um, and I'm not saying he's a, I'm not saying that Takashi 69 is a, a rat in any form or blank. I'm not even saying that, but I'm just, my thing is the mom never used to associate with, uh, or never used to talk to, associate, or listen to, or invite, or talk. You know, involve themselves with uh, rats, federal informants. I'm just saying, if we're going off of what hip hop was based off of, which is gangster mentality or gangster lifestyle, then that line just seems doesn't seem relevant to me. Um, I just I don't see, I don't see the. The point that's trying to be made by him, I get it. Oh, he goes platinum. I'm on the math. You know, he has all black friends. He wants to be the African me. It's just, I'm like, I get it. There's some remorse between you and Dr. Dre, and you bring up the chronic. You bring up chronic and chronic. I get it. I get the rhyme scheme. I get it. And then ask Dre. I don't think Drake, I don't think, I don't speak for, I don't speak for Dre at all. Um, I don't speak for Dr. Dre at all, but I don't think he cares. I, I think Dr. Dre is at this point where he just does not care. Um, I think Dr. Dre is at this point where he's just going to live his life. He says I had to taste a, a, a humble pie and I'm not sure. It, it's a, it's a weird thing to me. Like this song isn't a, like it's not a it's not a it's not a terrible song, but relating to the Kool-Aid Man podcast, and I'm just like, I get it. Cross-eyed enemy. I get I, I get these lines, and these lines just they're not they're not clever to me. Like and, and if you ask me if this is a I think this is mostly a homage. Because either you know all these Eminem the the 10 out of 12 albums he didn't play. Cool. Well, the ten out of twelve albums to know that off your back end. Now I do know that partially because I listen to the song, but partially because I think I can remember them all. Um, 
majority of Eminem's albums, I think I can name off the top of my head. Uh, but we will see. I'm gonna put myself to the test. I'm gonna put myself to the test, and we're gonna see if I can run if I can remember them all. Um, there was recovery, the Slim Shady LP, of the Eminem show, the the Encore, the Encore show, uh, the Encore relapse, Infinity, the Martha's Matters LP, Encore. Do we count get get the guns? Um, Eminem is back. The curtain call hit the hits one, the curtain call two that recently came out, um, the shady classic. Oh, uh, the home again with Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Um, where they both just share songs that I think they, they've done before. Um, I think Royce of Hanan is on there. Jay Z is on there. DMX freestyle manual, which was monumental and. Eminem's um, way of getting there. Um, I think this, as I said, I think this bothers me because, oh, Music to be Murdered by Kamikaze. I think I did Relapse Recovery, Eminem Show. I think I'm missing one. Relapse ref, ref, refill. I'm bring out which one is it. Uh, the Shady Project. Don't call me Marshall. There's one I'm missing. There is one I'm missing. Is it? Is it? Is it an LP? That LP. Is it an EP that I'm missing? I'm missing one. Although I might not miss one. And I can't figure out what it is. Mikazi curtain call. And show. And, and core. The Shady Project don't call me. Needs to be murdered by the. Marshall um, Mathers LP 1 and 2. Revival. Infinity. Relapse. Cover. The Eminem show. There's one I'm missing. It's just I can't. Some of these lines, I get it. Uh like the Snoop album, I get that's why he did it. You know, I get aftermath, I get that too. And maybe that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this is homage or diss track, because you have to know this information off the top of your head. And the most moderate fans of rap or hip hop. Really, probably won't know. And if this is a progression of Eminem's way of how he came today and decided, you know, how he through all those albums he changed himself and evolved, uh, it's not really bad. But if we're going off the original Slim Shady, which I think this is the beat of, and the doctor, and the beat by Hip Boy is just more modern, less 808, less hats, less drums, and multiple fluctuations the beat is fine i think dr dre beats age fine <laughs> age like wine but i'm not necessarily sure that this was a great distract to me because i think this is extremely beautiful people have talked about eminem for years but i don't know 
I don't know where this leaves the game. I think that I think that is my overall thing. If this leaves the game in a good spot, that's fine. If he responds, if Eminem responds, he hasn't responded yet, and I'm putting this out. If he has, if he responds, I'll make a episode about that or add it to this. But overall, I I don't see that happening, and this is just too beatable. And then we argue about is is, is family involvement too far, right? Is involving family too far? And that that that's a question that we can't answer because. M has never brought up his family. Um, like, for example, the warning shot when he did it back to answer to Mariah and again, he did that. Um, you know, he's done that. Um, but this argument has been happening since Pusha T did it with Drake, and Drake did it with Pusha T. Is family is family crossing the line in a diss track? But if this is homage, it's homage because he's just mentioning. Eminem's work But did he did he craft what Eminem Does not necessarily I'm not a huge fan of that either I'm not Sure I I, I Understand I know Eminem's albums Majority of them I know some of the songs Off the top of my head in which album they belong to But if this is homage And you've said it in the game I said in an interview Before that you shouldn't Really you shouldn't um, Throw any shots at Eminem I don't know if this is a backhanded shot you're trying to take or if this is a shot you're just like, I'm going to shoot it in the dark. Because, yeah, I, I will admit, this will probably get his albums more plays by this song. And, by you know, granted, that's fine. If it goes platinum, that's fine. Um, but I don't think a lot of people are checking for the game unless it's a feature like Ye, which he did uh, easy. I don't easy Bryson Tiller. It's very hard for me to go. Who's gonna listen to the game without a feature on an album or a song? And I don't know that many people that will. Um, he used fifties. I think this is fifties original verse to the real Slim Shady. It's it's a weird thing. Like I can't tell if this is homage for him and Fifty Cent. Looking back at it, a few years from when it was created, and if that's the case. Okay, the beat age fine. The artist is not the best. The messenger isn't the best, but I think that's the thing. People used to say they could rap with any beat and make a song great. No, I don't necessarily know if that's true now. Looking at it, I think there's just some beats Dr. Dre was great at. Eminem was great at. Hove was great at. Drake was great at. Lil Wayne was great at. But I don't think they can do it on every beat. So that's my problem. With this, okay, well, it's a diss track. I, I don't see it as a diss track. I just see it as a lot of information that could be justified and different. I, I don't know. Um, but not everybody is their true self in interviews, so take that with a grain of salt. Overall, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like it's not bad, but it's not like something I'm gonna listen to if I need to. I, I think that's where my problem is with this song. I don't know. Where it lies So we'll see um, Overall I'm gonna rate this song out of 10 And this song out of 10 I'm gonna give it a 4 A 4 out of 10 Because I didn't really like it It was okay As I said the beat was great The kind of mocking of Eminem and Dre E40 That 40 line that He wasn't talking about E40 But he's talking about 40 that's Drake's producer 
okay, I get that line too, but what that got to do with the song? I don't know. Just and for and forty is great at what he does. He does great for Drake. You know that's that's how I that's how that's how I know which forty he's talking about. If E forty on other hand is is great, and having that two shorts album that they put collaborate album they put together wasn't bad either. But I just overall I get the point you're trying to make, but some of these lines fall flat. Okay, I get that, but what the next line gotta do with anything? Okay, we know E forty isn't the hottest or the best, but why turn into a producer? I don't know. Just maybe it went over my head, and that's fine. If it went over my head, I'll, I'll accept that. Um, <laughs> these lines, I'm not feeling this that Kim line that people try to bring up to kind of like come point at Shady. That's fine. I'm not necessarily sure why, but okay, I get it. I don't know. Overall, I just a four out of ten. I just I can't. It's an okay song. It's just not. A diss track is more like a homage track because you have to know this information. And that whole Stan thing of, oh, me and my brother Stan. Okay, you kidnap Stan, you cap you kidnap Stan's brother. Uh, okay. Now what? Cause that's the whole message you're playing through here, but so what? I, I get it. But what are we trying to prove here? Cause if we're trying to prove something, I miss this message. That you could rap over Eminem's beat or a style or a Dr. Dre's beat. Okay. A lot of artists have said that. Get a beat from Dre? I'm just, I don't know. I don't want to rant for too long. I just, I'm just trying to figure out what the, the message is behind it. It like these are disses that people have. True criticisms about Eminem. Some of them are true. Some of them aren't. 10 minutes of a song should be a solid diss track. Shouldn't be no questions. Shouldn't be no trying to deny. Shouldn't be no rebuttals. Should be your own style and seeing what you could do for 10 minutes and rap it. At that person, you should be destroying their life or you should be going at them personally. But what are you going to say about Eminem? That hasn't already been said. I don't know. So that's the only reason I sway the way I do. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I know it's a bit longer, but I just had to get that out.